Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Coming up today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. No shortage of gunfire on the 4th of July. Gunfire tears through New York as the 4th of July winds down. At least 11 shot across the city. I'm Steve Burns in East New York, Brooklyn. And new gun bills will be signed into law in New Jersey today, including restrictions for people moving from out of state. A person of interest is in custody after the Highland Park 4th of July parade shooting north of Chicago. And here's a nationwide issue hitting Connecticut. Police departments struggle to hire new New recruits. I'm Sean Adams in Greenwich. And perhaps the biggest sign we're moving on from the pandemic? Alternate side parking rules are back in New York City. This is Tuesday, July 5th. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Murdain. The forecast today, increasing cloudiness. A little sun, but then the clouds move in. It's a warm and muggy day. High temperature will be in the mid-80s, fairly typical for July. A spate of July 4th shootings in the city left three people dead. WCBS reporter Steve Burns is joining us this morning from East New York, Brooklyn. Steve. Yeah, guys, folks are standing here at the street corner uh, staring at this, this maze of yellow police tape in front of them and detectives walking in and out of this bodega, wondering, like the rest of the city, what's gone wrong here? The NYPD says two people were killed in a shooting here late last night. One of 11 shootings in the final hours of the 4th of July, spanning every borough except Staten Island. Another death was reported in the Bronx. A 62-year-old man shot in the chest in Belmont in what police say was a drive-by. Two others were hit as well. Mayor Adams had been touting some limited success so far in public safety, shootings coming down from their 2021 highs. But there were always fears the summer could bring another violent spike. Those fears may be coming true if last night is any indication. Paul and Mac. Steve Burns this morning on that story. Steve, thanks. New Jersey will pass a package of seven gun safety bills today. Governor Murphy made the announcement on Twitter in the hours after the Illinois shooting, saying not even a parade on the 4th of July is immune from the gun violence pandemic. The bills will regulate sales of ammunition, expand gun purchase requirements for people moving to New Jersey, and give the Attorney General the power to go after gun makers and retailers. Well, today marks five years since NYPD officer Maya Sotis Familia was murdered in the Bronx while sitting in her patrol car. And there will be a ceremony to remember her life and legacy at St. Patrick's Cathedral. To this point, Familia's three kids haven't been able to collect any of her pension money, which is available usually to parents and spouses, but not children. The kids have been trying to close that loophole. They're having trouble hiring police officers in Greenwich. In fact, they're not alone in that. It's a region-wide issue, nationwide issue. WCBS reporter Sean Adams joins us. Sean, this is a complicated thing they're dealing with. 
Uh, absolutely, and the police departments, uh, you know, from one town to the next, uh, they're short-staffed, and they're struggling to find uh, the next uh, next batch of recruits, uh, young people who want to wear the badge. According to Greenwich Time, uh, so they started out taking a look at uh, the Greenwich Police Department, and they found that uh, far fewer candidates are taking the test there. Uh, they're uh, short-staffed by about a dozen officers. But then when you look around, Stanford is down close to three dozen officers. Norwalk needs 20 more cops. New Haven has 100 vacancies. So th- these departments are strained, leading to uh, um, uh, you know scheduling problems, more overtime. Uh, law enforcement experts, uh, they cite multiple factors here. You have negative perceptions following high-profile cases like the murder of George Floyd. Uh, policing can be a dangerous job and, and a difficult one. Uh, life-altering decisions have to be made sometimes in a split second. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, and due to COVID, uh, there's been a wave of retirements, and young people are just not picking up the slack here. Paul, Mac? So, Sean, what are departments doing to try and attract new recruits? Well, they're, they're having to get creative. So in some cases, uh, they're offering uh, bonuses, um, perhaps putting up money for uh, educational pursuits. Uh, they're, they're tailoring their message to try to uh, uh, talk directly to millennials and, and Gen Z. So they're turning to social media. And in some cases, uh, they're going right to college campuses and trying to show people that uh, this is a worthwhile endeavor and it's desperately needed. Sean Adams this morning in Connecticut. Over to the Weather Center with meteorologist Jason Nichols and right back into the high 80s today. That's right. A little bit more humid as well, so it's going to feel uh, pretty uh, muggy out there. Any sunshine we have this morning, though, will give way to clouds. And like you said, uh, getting pretty warm later on this afternoon, a bit more humid as well. A couple places could have a shower, and especially southwest of the city could even have a thunderstorm. The high today, 86 Mostly cloudy and muggy for tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm around the low 72. Tomorrow looks like a nicer day overall. It'll turn out partly sunny. It'll be still pretty warm, but the humidity will be coming down for tomorrow, the high tomorrow, 87. Then for Thursday, intervals of cloud and sunshine turning more humid once again with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm arriving in the afternoon. A high on Thursday, 82. Mostly cloudy and humid for your Friday with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm around the high on friday 80 and then it looks like a nice start to the weekend for saturday sunshine returning low humidity the high on saturday about 84 right now it's 64 in brewster 73 in newark 73 also in midtown going up to 86 starting today for the first time in two years new yorkers are going to have to move their cars twice a week the old alternate side parking rules are coming back so for now people living in neighborhoods that have the streets cleaning twice a week will have to move their cars twice a week luke emporiali author of the new york City Parking Survival Guide breaks it all down. The Department of Sanitation is now going back to full street cleaning regulations, meaning streets that had multiple days of street cleaning will, in effect, have all those days in effect. So if you were on a street that had Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, instead of previously you only had one day, now you'll have all those days back into effect. The headache for residents is a moneymaker for the city. The city takes in hundreds of millions in parking fines per year, and Mayor Adams says the city needs to be cleaned up. By the way, if you're moving your car, you'll find your local restaurant, baby, has taken up some of that curb space for outdoor dining, so you may have to look longer than before to find a space to put your car once you move it from where they're going to be cleaning. Yeah, and one of the tips from Lou was to try to avoid 
those more commercial areas. So we'll see we'll see how that works in the first few days back here. Uh, during Joey Chestnut's dominating win at Coney Island yesterday, there was an unexpected visitor. Three protesters, including an animal rights activist, stormed the stage, and Chestnut put one of those protesters in a headlock. They were dressed in Darth Vader and Stormtrooper costumes. A press release from their group says they were protecting hot dog manufacturing methods. ESPN did not air that incident, but of course it was caught on social media. Yes, and it was there in all of its glory. I think you could kind of smell it if the wind was blowing in the right direction. And it's funny that uh, if you made a bet on Barstool, if you bet the over for the amount of hot dogs that Chestnut was going to have, they they let you go on that because of that incident. They have prevented him from getting the over. So they said, we'll give you your money back. he had a broken leg too. He so did. He was in it. Yeah. Then he said he realized that he, as he put it, you don't eat with your leg. Right. But that he said that he may have been a little bit winded because he hasn't been able to do the cardio. Yeah. Uh, throughout the year to he prepare. Came back in fine form. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> it's the morning news roundup on WCBS. It's Tuesday morning. Good morning. I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Bernane. Your three things to know on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Number one, 11 people were shot, three killed in several shootings on the 4th of July in New York City. The NYPD has not announced any arrests. Number two, restrictions on ammunition sales and people who move to New Jersey and want to buy a gun will be among the new bills to be passed by the state today. And number three, six people were killed, 30 others injured near Chicago after a gunman opened fire on a 4th of July parade in Highland Park. The shooter took aim at the crowd from a rooftop. WBBM-TV reporter Tim McNicholas with more on one of the victims. The family of Nicholas Toledo has launched an online fundraiser to help pay for funeral expenses. And I want to read to you what his granddaughter wrote in the description for that GoFundMe. It is a heartbreaking message. She wrote, my grandfather, Nicholas Toledo, father of eight and grandfather to many, left us this morning, July 4th. What was supposed to be a fun family day turned into a horrific nightmare for us all. Toledo wanted to be buried in Mexico, so the money raised through that GoFundMe will help them pay for expenses to ship his body. He'd actually been visiting family here over the past few weeks. Another one of the victims was a teacher at a synagogue. Here's WBBM's Marie Saridra. North Shore Congregation Israel shared that Jackie Sundheim, a lifelong member of that community, was murdered at the parade. They say that she was on staff at the synagogue for decades, including time spent teaching at its preschool. They asked their congregants for prayers for her soul and her surviving family. 21-year-old Robert Cremo has been identified as the person of interest. They're calling him now in custody. He was on the run for several hours after the shootings. There was a vigil in San Antonio Monday to remember the 53 migrants who died in the back of a sweltering trailer last week. This man at the vigil says the sacrifice that they made cannot be ignored. The loss of life, the sacrifice of what people may go through, you know, not knowing that that it'll end this way. And uh, they're just trying to seek a better life than what for, for themselves and their families. One of the survivors may be alive today because she was told by a friend to stay near the door of the trailer. And that's today's morning news roundup here on WCBS. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.